0: You don't have to threaten me with a banana emblem in three, two, one.
1: Hello everyone and thanks for tuning in to episode 241 of the Guardian Hub podcast where we talk about destiny and season of the wish. This week we're proud to be here with Sid Media and Rodimus on Yo. a Saturday evening. Oh, we shouldn't tell them when we're recording, right? Mm. Surprise. It's Surprise, but no. <laughs> Small fries.
2: Today's Saturday? I thought it was Friday.
1: Yeah, who knows? But yeah, it may or may not be Saturday as we're recording this.
2: You'll never know.
0: Well, one good news, why we are recording on a Saturday, I have a tall Bud Ice. Uh, I don't drink beer that much, but I'm drinking some tonight. And it's called the big one.
2: Bud Ice?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got it on Thanksgiving and never drank it. I got two of these large ass things. Uh, What are they, 40s? Well, that's you need to be commercial
2: drinking. with the penguin? No, that's Bud seen. Dry.
1: That's Bud Dry. I'm Bud Dry. What the hell are, I haven't heard of Bud Ice or Bud Dry. It's, it's premium. It says You've it on the seen can. Have you a
2: commercial with the penguin that goes doobie?
1: Doobie-doo.
0: I don't see any commercials. No, I don't watch commercials either. And all I <laughs> thought about was Chili Willy the penguin when you said penguin. <laughs> what is this Bud Ice? I will find yes, a video for you.
2: Uh, Give me a minute. Ghetto. I'll find it. <laughs>
1: Talk amongst yourselves while we Google it on your behalf. <laughs> uh, okay, but I was going to say, Sin, you better be drinking because we have a drunk grade to go to after this. It's pre-gaming. Yeah. Pre-gaming. <laughs> yep, and we just, and we're, <laughs> all this is last minute. Um, the other people we are rating with, uh, shout out to some people over in um, uh, Blueberry Lounge. But anyways, I just got a message saying that they'll be running a little bit late. So they're podcasting right now. We're podcasting right now. I don't even know what's going on we're just doing everything live
3: yeah
0: Yeah. it's like oprah you get a podcast you get a podcast (laughs) only we're
1: recording it not giving it yes yep so uh what's new with life um uh anything to complain about rodimus with work or anything else
2: yeah screwed up my back at work yesterday and people are assholes
1: yeah, we were talking a little bit before the show about yeah, messed up backs and necks and stuff, so that sucks. I, I feel for you. I'm sure mine is not anywhere near as worse as your as bad oh, as yours.
2: I'm okay. I this it's like a like if you go to a gym and you overdo it on a workout, that's where I feel right now. Uh, so I'm not saying so bad, I No, I need more than that.
1: <laughs> Fair. What'd you say you need Worthers to feel better? Yeah, pretty much. That's what he said.
2: So today I went to work and I wore my hey shoes and I didn't do a damn thing but ring a register all day.
1: Oh,
0: nice.
2: People are asking. Lucky you. People are. Be nice, are. Retail, be nice <laughs> to retail workers out there.
0: I had a customer uh, this week. She got mad and called me a scumbag because I didn't call her back. And uh, she was a, uh, a lack of a better word. And I won't say it all the way out. She was a being a bee. And... Um, I did everything I could to help her. We even replaced two tires three months after the fact she bought her pre-owned car. Okay. And um, I emailed her some options to possibly trade out of it. But she was being really uh, rude and obnoxious on a pho- previous phone call. So I decided not to call her back because I don't owe her anything at that point after I agreed to do the tires. And uh, I was off on Thursday. She came in on Friday when I was talking to the service manager and put her hand up. And it was like, don't even. It's like, all right. And then she went to pick up her car, and our service team didn't actually put the front tires on the car like we promised. Even though the keys were on the service advisor's desk, he assumed it was done without inspecting it first. And I poked my head out, and I said, by the way, those aren't the tires. We need. We still need to put the tires on. I said, you might not like me, but I'm not going to let you go out of here on tires that we already promised to replace. So, <laughs> And then she gave you a big kiss and made up. No, no. She still went on, and I said, all right. No problem. I understand. And walked away from her. Yeah. Nice.
2: <laughs> I had a customer today call and was immediately on the phone, just dropped an F-bomb. I saw I hung up on him. I'm like, <laughs> nope, not dealing with you today. So he called back and he started swearing again. I hung up on him again. like, I want to talk to the manager. I'm like, you are talking to the manager, but I will not be sweared at today.
0: Yeah. I understand. Man. It's like all these Karens in the world think that being an a-hole is going to get them what they want. And that's not how that really works. We're all human beings. So don't even you're luck le- I wouldn't even get can... lucky that we, we can't like literally not to saying that I would do this. Don't take me wrong, but literally punch some people in the throat.
2: Oh, I would love to, if I could have a uh, punch people in the throat day and I could, and get away with it at work. I would have, I'd be awesome. <laughs>
1: exactly. Stan, so, I wouldn't even give him that much credit Thinking they can get away with it for being mean. I, I know some people in my family; they're just mean because they don't because they're stupid. Like they can't help it. Like it's just uh, it's annoying.
2: Well, part of it's the way you're raised and stuff. And yeah. I just think that like a lot of things, they they want stuff for free. And like as a supervisor, I'm allowed to do certain things for you that I don't have to get approval on. And if you're nice to me, I'll give you what I think is fair for a failed exactly. delivery attempt or for your inconvenience but if you're being an asshole you're not getting as much stuff yeah give you to begin with so because so
1: they're not that smart they would if they were smarter so, they'd realize if they were nicer but direct then they would actually probably get a better result
2: <laughs> like trust me i'm a consumer too i understand things things mess up you're not getting what you're expected but you don't have to be an asshole about it I'll i'll take care of you at the end of the day
1: it sucks. Maybe. They just can't help it sometimes. And you do have to just walk away, like you said. That sucks. You guys have so many experiences with that. I've only had one I can think of in my work. Some guy just tuned me out on the phone for like, he told me to like erase this partition of Windows that was on his Mac. I'm like, okay, if we erase it, all the stuff in Windows is gone. It's like, yeah, let's do it. I do that. And then like a day later, he starts chewing me out because his wife's data from the Windows partition was gone. I'm like, well, I told you that. I said that several times. He's like chewing me out. He's like, oh, I'm going to sue you and stuff. And I'm just like, cool as a cucumber because I know that. I'm like, no, there's precedence here. Uh, Us IT guys have protection from this, especially if we have a a report back saying we're okay to delete this stuff. (laughs) And he keeps chewing me out. I'm like... Well, I, I'm not going to listen to this right now. You know, I'm not going to take the yelling out. So I'll talk to you later. And uh, didn't like immediately hang up. but I said, "So I'm going to go now," and then I hung up. So,
2: do you record I, your conversations on the phone?
1: No, no, not always. Okay. But like, but I can because Utah is a one-party consent state. Um, but also, I got approval from him in an email and stuff. But yeah. anyways, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to record though because that's kind of nasty to do. Even though it would technically be nah. legal. I
2: mean, it's it, not really nasty to do, but if you like, you're you're just you know you're being recorded for training purposes.
1: <laughs> I don't want to say that in front of every single phone call. We're <laughs> having <an> automated <laughs> thing that annoys me when I call into the vo- the call centers and they say that. But right, not that I'm or worried. Do you wanna, it,
0: but... Or do you want to have the data and store it and yeah. or have to pay? For yeah, storage. I'm just more
1: personable but but i haven't had to worry i mean and i have liability insurance i have two mil liability insurance it's super cheap to get because it's in the it world it's hardly anything can get blamed on it guys it's only it's only like <laughs> 300 a quarter so like 100 a month or something like that but no it's less than 150 a quarter yeah but anyways so if, even if they did try to sue me and then it's like eh send it to send it to my insurance dude just shut up don't talk to me <laughs>
2: We have an IT guy that comes in to work once a week to make sure all of our stuff's going and something's broken. And I said, oh, just turn it off, turn it on. It's IT 101.
1: So there's so much truth to that in a way. I mean, I feel bad. It's not always the case, but the problem is is that it's often the case on certain things. Like if something's acting glitchy, you do want to turn it off and turn it back on. Um, And there's still so many times where like, on my reporting software i can get in and see real quick oh i don't even have to really like ask them i'm like well i see you haven't restarted for 26 days let's do that first
2: i'm gonna say a lot of the computers that are at work never shut off so if their their update goes wrong or whatever and...
1: yeah yep yep
0: <laughs>
3: wow we got into for a punching thing. in
0: the throat problem solved
2: And the the other thing too, before we get back into Destiny, um, at my work we're transitioning from a DOS based system to Windows based system. it's
0: about time y'all did something. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Wow.
2: Back to to DOS because there's less problems.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That because it's a system that hasn't been updated in
1: 35 years, and it's
2: uh,
0: (laughs) it it just is what it is at that
1: point. Yeah. Yeah. May not be as functional, but it works for how it works. Well, Destiny, we wanted to have a, this may be a shorter podcast, we don't know, we'll see as we go on the fly here, but we have uh, the dungeon Warlords Ruin to talk about, which came out the day after recording our last podcast, and so we wanted to have it for this week and give our impressions and what we like about it, and if anyone has any cool weapons from it, that they want to talk about. Now, we've all run it, right?
2: Yeah, I ran it.
1: Just nope, never screen. ran it. No, I know you have at least once. <laughs> I ran it twice. Twice, okay. Uh, once with you
0: and... Uh, who else ran it with us the first time? It wasn't Muffin, but we came back and ran with Muffin afterwards, I believe.
1: Gosh, I, oh, man, I man, hardly I remember this now.
0: I mean, you think if there was just three of us, I would have a
1: better memory, but... Same, right? <laughs> That's oh, why I'm man. really... Yeah, you I do remember running it with you I think, but that was with Muffin also. And you, th- you said you did it twice, was it? That where it was right there or was it a different day?
0: Um I don't know if it was the same day or a different day. It was once with the Muffin and once with
1: well both were with you I think. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We're just bored. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Work. I ran it I ran uh, it a couple times. All right. Impressions on the dungeon um th- in the community, a lot of people are saying they're liking it a lot. Uh, what do you two think of the dungeon and maybe intro compared to other ones? So, uh, so far, what we're thinking?
2: I'd say it's Ramos. probably one of the top ones that I like the most so far. Um, it's very, very mechanic—not very mechanic-driven, but the mechanics are in there, are easing up to learn. But I will just say, fuck those scorn at the end, just for the record.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're
1: talking about. Yeah. But. So no, I like
2: the dungeon. I want to get more in there. I just got a good time.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, what you're saying, and, and, yeah, mechanics are not too crazy, but, but I feel what you're saying, but they're good enough. Um, what about like the feel of it? Like, uh, you know, some dungeons have annoying jumping puzzles, others don't. This one doesn't really seem to have anything.
2: Too, I cool like amazing. the booby trap, so I will, I will admit, those are fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: the chests. Yep, I wouldn't call them fun. Not even the chest. The ground collapses at your feet oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about the spikes, about little spikes, mm-hmm. or the cliffs.
1: Rocks but full. nothing about it is too like ball busting. Like you know, no. other dungeons can potentially. A lot of people don't like the sparrow part in the you know in the other dungeon or or whatever, but generally i feel like this one people have good impressions of
2: they yeah, like the sparrow part in that dungeon if it wasn't timed right mm-hmm. i think it would be it would be better if they didn't if they took the timer away from it
3: yeah
0: overall it is a good dungeon though um i enjoyed it i think it's short enough boss has got a lot of damage i don't know how it compares to the last one um but I think this one's probably a little bit more forgiving when it comes to damage cycles.
1: It isn't. It isn't. But the thing about it is, it's variable, so it keeps people interesting. Like there's times where if you don't hit all the circles on the last encounter, the damage phase can be very short, and you're not seeing the bar go down very much. But then, once you hit a certain point, you move to the next arena. You know, there's three main arenas, and then on top, there's three more bonus. Platforms you can jump on, which I call the catch-up DPS phase, and you don't even have to do the mechanic, and there you can chunk them down a lot. So I think that was brilliant that they built that in, that even if you're kind of like hitting your head against the wall, you're like, oh no, is this going to take 10 phases? I remember Muffin even saying something like that. I'm like, no, don't worry, you'll see. And then we got up to the top part, and all of a sudden you chunk down the boss a bunch, and then most groups are having to go around one and a half to two times around, or something like that, and then you're good to go. So to me, it
4: doesn't...
2: There's no time... It doesn't seem like there's a time gate on anything either.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can go as fast or slow as you want. You know, sometimes we're going slow because it's annoying. We're looking for ammo or we want to build up a super again. But then other times it's like, let's just do it. Let's get some DPS. And if we didn't do great DPS, it's like, let's just pump through again. Just do it quickly. Where ghosts, to actually get to DPS again, you have to go way into the caves again, get all the dudes... You can't just go fast to... You know, that... I'm just saying it out loud right now, but that's what... Those just seem so annoying because it just takes so much to set up for DPS each time. Yeah, I can see that.
2: Do you feel them doing those stuff in dungeons sets up for the next raid? And like in your guys' experience of playing it for so long, do you think they tried new things in the dungeons to see if they get away with it the next raid? I don't
1: know. Well, I don't think I've ever really put two two together or seen things in dungeons really be moved over to raids.
0: Yeah. I don't see that kind of correlation. If you take a look at all of them, prophecy and everything that we've had in the past,
1: there's probably some experiences here and there, but I, I just don't really. Yeah. It's a good question, but I just don't really mostly haven't thought about it, but even just trying to think of it right now, I don't see too many things I could really think of.
2: Yeah, but that's I know okay their, too. The um, Space Mafia did a quick dungeon tournament um, today, and it looks like one of the groups ran the new dungeon in twenty-four, just under twenty-five minutes.
1: Oh, right on!
2: So that's impressive. Who was that? Um, that was.
4: Let's see here, let me pull it up. Let's see. What... Go a
2: little higher on the team list. Give me a second.
1: Well. Uh, I like all three bosses in this dungeon, real quick. Uh, the first one, super short DPS. I mean, not a lot of DPS to get down. We've been two-phasing it with some groups now. Um, the second boss, I love the moving around from flame to flame. Sin, what you call that is glorious. I've told it to a couple other people now, and they love it, and I've always given you credit. What do you call that, boss? Snoger. Yeah, the Snoger
2: definitely is it, it caught on because that's what i call it
1: mm-hmm. uh, so you heard it here folks and came up with that and we're gonna pass that to the whole community
2: um it was a, a team of brits from um uh average t 2 server did it oh nice loom, loom jesse lester and steve
0: oh nice
1: And maybe be speedrunners so that's pretty impressive
0: yeah 24 minutes now i've seen um I've seen some videos with like a Titan one phasing it on a um, on a strand build, and I thought that was kind of kind of intriguing.
2: They ran Grass of Avarice in nineteen minutes and thirty five seconds, and they ran Spire the Watcher in seventeen minutes and twenty five seconds.
3: Jeez,
0: jeez, that is intense. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're getting. They must have. Uh, must have definitely gotten their practice in on that one.
2: They streamed them, so you can go back if you go back and look. They have uh, streams if
0: Yeah, you make it, sure no yeah, out of bounds or out. anything. Yeah,
2: yeah. But uh, Panda ran all that today, so he wanted to try and do. Yeah, had an event and it worked. Went pretty well. He had a couple good teams, and
1: yeah, I know uh, we talked about that a little bit. I didn't really have personal desire to get into it myself, but I'm. Um, I hope there was at least enough teams to show up to make it a fun event. Good guys over there.
2: Yeah, they had a couple. They had, up to, I think, up to five teams. So Nice, nice.
1: Okay. But this dungeon, also running through it, because the last several dungeons I've been like, this is fine, but I'm going to get really annoyed of playing it quickly. And this dungeon, I'm still kind of just rolling with the punches and enjoying it. I feel like it's quick enough getting through the in between areas, and they're not super annoying, and all the encounters are fun, easy enough to explain um, last Wait. night, we were running a callous run for Cato, and bill, me and Kato were running it and um Bill and I were just having fun off on our side together, and then purposely making Kato do more work and me and for him. Yeah, because you know how, like, it's kind of awkward, though, a lot of this dungeon, except for the first encounter, kind of has, like, a two sides, you know, wh- where the yellow bar scorns show up, a left and a right side, just kind of split it up, right? And But there's three people, so as I've been explaining to people, I'm like, well, we ha- need at least one person on each side, and then the other person can float or help whoever they feel like needs it. But, like, <laughs> me and Belle were just purposely egging on Kato, we're like... 'Cause Kato like died once. We're like, we're not having any problems over here. We're not dying. <laughs> and me and Bell are just like, Look how fast our yellow bar is going down because we're both, of course, shooting him the second he spawns in and hitting him with like heavy and just laughing and like we're like, Kato, your circle's not done yet. Our circle's done. Poor <laughs> Kato.
2: What's funny on that though, before I don't know if you know, but he ran the dungeon before that and got the exotic But he was swearing up a storm because things were not going right for them in the final boss. Ah. They kept dying. So he was more frustrated after that. So, Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this dungeon, I know some people were kind of frustrated with the final encounter at times. I always saw the final encounter, even when we were first learning it. I'm like, I like this even when I didn't even fully understand all the punching back and forth, like it's a game of tag, they can punch you back or hit you back at like two seconds on the clock and then you'll die. Frustrating things like that were happening, but I still was enjoying working through it. But I know even like Panda at first and Kato have had frustrations with it at times. But like, I think once you kind of, those frustrations aren't enough to like, they're, they're more just like it going smoothly or learning certain things. But I think everyone's still generally pretty up on it and and like it. And the Catalyst stuff is fun. Um, Do you have the weapon? No, but there's a quest you have to do to get the Catalyst also. So if you do the quest ahead of time, you're already set up for it. I don't know if you have to do the extra boss again afterwards. I'm hoping not. But this quest that everyone gets at the end, it is the quest of what you have to do to also get the catalyst. So like let's say you got the weapon on your first run. Well you can't get the catalyst until you finish this quest and then there's an extra boss and then you get the catalyst. So you have to do the quest no matter what. And I finally got to the last step just right after Cato did. And but it still counted for me because I got my last five percent of dark ether in the dungeon. And then you go to the end, the little tollen orb at the bottom of the spiral staircase you go up at the very end and it takes you into this extra room, and there's an extra boss, kind of like they used to have in some of the other dungeons, like the one on the moon, you know? I love this, and oh, the extra yeah. boss is really fun. You have, like, circles you have to go in again, and, um uh, oh, actually, throughout the dungeon, there's extra totems and um, circles that you have to proc, uh just like any kind of catalyst run with raids and stuff, but that's all easy enough, but at the end, there's, like, this tanky wizard that you have to tank down and stuff, and... uh I think it's way cool how they made this dungeon, just everything that they've learned from previous ones. And running the Callus is fun, and everyone's kind of running these quests, and anyone who's on a higher level of door unlocks can open it for the other people in the group, even if they can only unlock door one so far. And it gives everyone reasons to go back in again and help everyone find the collectibles. I like this better than just the collectibles are just everywhere. It's almost like you got to work through your group together and everyone's on the same level or go with someone who's already at a higher level and help you open those doors.
0: Yeah, I think it's good so far. Uh, But I don't have it finished. I haven't played nearly uh, as much as I should have.
1: But don't worry about it. And honestly, the Exotic 2 is, what I hear, it's similar-ish to the Legendary um, Rocket sidearm, but not that much better. And because it's going to be an exotic, exotic slots are always... After so people aren't even sure if this one's like super great to go for. You know, of course everyone wants it. I, I want it eventually, but the rocket sidearm, the uh, legendary Ooh, I am in love with this weapon. To me, it's really the only good weapon, super good weapon in the dungeon. Anyone play with it besides me? I, don't, not I yet. have
2: not. I've not played with the sidearm, but I'm not a big sidearm fan.
1: It's okay, I, it's
2: I'm enjoying the new Trace Rifle from the season, though.
1: Well, where I knew... Yeah, that one is good, too. That one is good, too, for the season. But in in the dungeon, the second I knew it was different is because it's special ammo. So at first you're like, well, why the hell would you want a sidearm to be special ammo? But just don't think of it as a sidearm. It kind of looks smallish like a sidearm, but it's more powerful than a hand cannon. It's like fusion-level powerful. But it's even better than a fusion. What's
2: that? It's what, 4-runner with a rocket.
1: It's better than 4 and it's not an exotic. And it can go f- super far range, at least hand-cannon distance. And it has tons of special ammo. It's not, it's not a small mag. It's like tons of ammo. So I'm not running out quickly by any means. You can, like, 2-tap to 3-tap mini yellow bars. Every single red bar is instant 1-tap, even tanky ones. You can even body shot them, and they're dead. This is better than a hand cannon, and um, <clears throat> it's like having a fusion with more ammo. And I have beacon rounds and volt shot. <laughs> so with beacon rounds, it has kind of some mini tracking once you get a precision precision shot. So I've been shooting ads super far away, and it's tracking and taking them down. And like, it's just making my life way easier with this weapon. it's It's really, really, really powerful. So I would challenge everyone to give it a try. You may not like it still, but you may be super surprised at how powerful this weapon is.
2: Are you running that with the arc build?
1: Well, um, no, I'm mostly on a solar build now, but I'll still run this weapon a lot. Or if I'm doing a DPS, admittedly I have stopped using it on the last two runs because there is a Cartesian coordinate um, hothead build with solar that I've been running that's really good. Uh, basically you throw down your rift hit with the hothead it does you know the worst damage over time you can pop your super if you have it and then after your super or if you don't have your super then you hit with special for a little bit and then it auto reloads your hothead so you don't have to reload which is huge for rocket launchers so hit with rocket launcher three bursts of my fusion hit with rocket launcher and I'm not having to reload three bursts with fusion. Eventually, the fusion I'd have to reload, of course. And I'm getting good DPS numbers with doing this uh, little back and forth thing.
2: Yeah, hey, you nice. pulled some good numbers out on um, the raid the, the other night.
1: Yeah, yes, I'm hitting like almost Kato numbers, and Kato's always way up there. So, yeah, this this builds pretty good. But yeah, definitely try. Yeah, it's called the. Um, Indebted Kindness, and uh, I I promise this weapon is super, super powerful.
0: I'll have to give it a try. I know he had one drop, but I don't think it was the roll that you were just talking about there.
1: But there's other good rolls too. Yeah, Daggio's good. Even if you don't have the tracking, it's still really good. I mean, just use it like... Think of it as like a hand cannon. Just try to somewhat aim, but you'll be fine. It's... It's still, it's just so good. It's hard. It's hard to explain. I, I kind of knew to not even think of it. Once I hit a couple shots and saw how far away I was hitting enemies, too, I'm like, oh yeah, don't even think of it as a sidearm, because you're also not going pa 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 pa. You are going each click. You're going click click click. So it's slower than a sidearm, and that kind of helps you make helps you realize that it's not really like a sidearm. It's like a hand cannon, but even more powerful. Yeah. Anyways.
0: We'll need to check it out.
1: Please do. <laughs> so that's the dungeon. Weapons. I don't know if anyone's tried any other weapons. You said outside of the dungeon. Yeah, the trace rifle's good. I've been...
2: Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I uh, made a stasis build with my um, Titan with it, and I'm absolutely loving it.
3: Nice. So,
2: like almost, it's almost like the infinite um, solar grenades, but with ice with Stasis.
1: And I'm kind of having fun with a lot of the different weapons and builds. Um, it seems like there's some fun things to try again. Of course, Stasis, uh, Solar, and Strand somewhat are kind of popular right now because of the artifact stuff. Um, another reason why I wanted to try the Solar one is because Argent Ordinance, um, well, at least with the hothead, but it would work with any rocket launcher, but you know you fire a rocket launcher consumes a stack of armor, but it gives armor charge, but it gives you increased damage. So that's another thing that's kind of uh, helping with rockets right now. Rockets seem to be back on the table as a very good option unless you're maybe a boss that moves around a lot and you don't want to I don't know I was even doing it on the Snoger, but when we did run um, King's fall the other night sin I did switch to, uh, at least me and Kato did. I don't know if anyone else did, but we did switch to Whisper still for Oryx because that's still better than the Rockets, you know, for that. Yeah,
2: but I did not go the Whisper.
1: It's all good. I mean, other things are fine, but I, Whisper is such a perfect one to use there because he has a, cr- a huge crit spawner, and if you have the Catalyst, you never have to reload. It's just boom, 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 boom.
0: I was just looking at some of these mods for the seasonal track. We're not the seasonal track, the uh, artifact. The,
1: um, artifact, yeah. Anything Very hit your fancy?
0: Uh, I think a lot of it's the same thing. The one that you were talking about uh, with the consuming, consuming the armor charge with the uh, rocket. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. The solar increased damage uh, with those that are affected by solar, or not solar, uh, stasis or strand. I think it's called mm-hmm. flint or something like that. Yep. Uh, that looked uh, pretty decent. So I was kind of checking those out.
1: Yep. Oh, and another reason, yeah, and revitalizing Blast, causing damage with a solar ability, weakens champions and bosses for short duration. So also why you want to drop your Rift if you're a Warlock, or, or maybe your melee if it has the range melee, or even a grenade. Although I've been doing some healing nades lately, but um, all these things are kind of stacking upon each other for some uh, pretty crazy uh, solar damage right now.
4: Yeah. I need to play more. I need to unlock all of them.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, What else is new?
0: There was a twid this week. I skimmed through it. I didn't read a lot of it. I don't know if there was anything that stood out for you, but they're basically a dawning preview. Um,
2: Here we're getting a new weapon.
0: I believe
4: we are. New dawning memento. Uh,
0: you got a new glaive coming, which is the albedo wing. Uh, that can be a comp- uh, acquired this from the event challenges, weapon focusing, or the festive engrams. Uh, they go over the weapon perks, cold steel, attrition orbs, Speaking rounds, uh, dawning surprise, origin trait. Now the beanie that they show off here that you could purchase, actually kind of cool. little dawning emblem on there, little fuzzball on top.
2: The vest is so, cool, said for the dungeon. So
1: Yeah. The what is it?
2: The vest. The vest.
0: There's a vest.
1: There's a vest for the dungeon if you yeah. It's oh expensive. that's further yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see that.
0: It's not too bad actually. I could rock that.
1: It's so reversible. It's reversible, yeah. I'm glad. I I, think I like the, the black colored side better, but you can do the other way too. I did wanna say on the donning event, you don't know, I've always not like the Donning event as but just some other people. But so I always look like, oh, it's much change. I mean, yes, we have the new weapon and blah, 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 memento. But really the only other thing looks like they changed. But to be fair, I'll mention it is um, the way snowballs are spawned. Uh, if you eliminate enemies using a Donning weapon or ability, it'll create a snowball spawn point where the enemy was defeated. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. More snowballs. really focusing but on this, but, you know, we'll see snowballs around. We'll see, um, which is really just stasis things, right? <laughs> They're like little stasis orbs we pick up and they can freeze things.
2: Yeah, because now they have all those seasonal titles. I really don't care. I just play <laughs> display them.
1: Yeah. Yep, we have... Um, Donning will be going for a good portion of the month. And then uh, a week from this next it. reset, we, don't forget, we have the exotic quest. I'm looking forward to some other new content. December 19th. Oh, yeah. It's coming
0: quick. It is. It is. There's something else that's coming in December. It's not Destiny related, I found out. Uh, before, I won't get into a side tangent, but a free DLC for Ragnarok.
1: Oh, yeah. You posted on our Discord. Thank you. That's good to know. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah,
1: Destiny, no no distractions. No, there's (laughs) just I started playing the new Avatar game yesterday, and it's pretty amazing so far. It is freaking amazing, it's gotten good reviews so far. And let me tell you, I've never seen a game so visually, graphically dense as any other game, like you know, like the Avatar world, like when you're in the movies, but like when you first walk out of like the building into like the world almost like every square inch around you is covered with like vines and trees and colorful things and very it's almost like overwhelming how much stuff there is all around you. But very visually pleasing, very, very cool. The game the actual gameplay mechanics so far I think I like. It's definitely different. I mean there's aspects that are similar to any Ubisoft game, which is nice. I do like that. But some of the ways you jump and then throw grenades are a little bit odd and weird, but um, <clears throat> the bow weapons you get seem very powerful so far, so I'm happy about that. And uh, I just haven't gone into enough yet to know how great the story will be. But since I already had a U- Ubisoft subscription anyways, of course I was going to hop into it, and I think it looks like a pretty amazing game. It'll get some good traction.
0: So get the Ubisoft sus- subscription, even if it's for only a month, download it and play it versus spending $70 to buy it.
1: Yep. I mean, yeah, or or some people that haven't a bought a run. lot of games. Yeah, it, well, it's as good as a test run. But I could also see people that want to take their time. <clears throat> I mean, I guess you would have to do several months of $15 to get close to 70 <laughs> Well,
2: to be honest with you, for me, if I, I'll know within the first, let's say, six hours if I'm going to be attached to the game or not. Right with Starfield, I was not interested after six hours. Exactly, yeah, th-
1: same. That was a no. Yeah, I don't understand. I knew like I could get into the game, but I would probably have to put in like twenty hours before I got hooked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a little annoying for for a game to like to do that. But pretty much all Ubisoft games I've enjoyed, well, at least not so much like the shooter games, but I've enjoyed all the Assassin's Creeds, all the um, Far Cries. Games like this. I want
2: to try their VR Assassin's Creed just to see what it's like.
1: Yeah. So, and there's been times where, like, in the mid, like this summer until about October when the new Assassin's Creed came out, but there was a period of time where Ubisoft was a little bit light on releasing new games. Um, and I probably could have canceled my subscription for a couple months, but, uh, I just kept it going. But, um, now there's been a lot of games coming out again, and I think the first quarter of next year, there's going to finally come out with the Pirate Ship game, whatever they're calling. Um, and of course, I there's they have a Star Wars game coming out, too, that they're making.
2: I heard a rumor, too, not Ubisoft, but there's a possibility Bungie's laying off more people again.
1: Yes, that was some news this last week. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Okay, the pirate thing's called Skull and Bones Sin, and I think, I don't know if it relates directly to Assassin's Creed, but, you know, they had that Assassin's Creed Black Flag that was insanely popular, one of the best Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed games, and you, you were on a pirate ship for a lot of it and going between the Caribbean islands, and so there's a lot of cool elements to it, but they were taken upon that idea, and they're going to make like a... <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be so much a... I don't think it's going to have any elements of Assassin's Creed ish, but it's going to be a pirate ship game. I don't know how it'll compare to, you know, the other one we all know and love. But uh, I'm sure they're
2: going to take a lot of the engine from that and yeah. Copy it.
1: Ooh, yes. Thanks for reminding, Rodimus. Um, yeah, just more news saying how maybe like why the layoffs happened. Now, it still makes me mad, like, they still didn't have to get to this point because they were continuously hiring people this all last year, like, couldn't they have stopped that process a little bit before? It's like, hire, 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 fire. No, it should be hire, hire, pause, pause if things aren't looking so good, and then fire, but, uh, anyways. It seems like a
0: lot of companies do that, though. They get super overwhelmed and busy. Yeah. Then they flood flood the flood the team, so it makes it easier on everybody else. And then when they start doing bad, and it's like, well, I don't need everybody anymore.
1: Yes, the feast or famine mentality. I hate it's whatever. But
0: uh, they anyways, don't stare, they don't stair state they don't stair step the growth. Yeah. They hire, and then when they realize that it's way too much, and then sales start dipping, it everybody everybody kind struggles of- because of it. People who've been there forever can't make the money that they want to because now they've had to spend all this money on hiring new talent. And then the money's not there, and then they got to let people go who are newer or not or are underperforming.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you've heard of or had some experience with that or know people that have. Oh, I mean, to- the mortgage
0: yeah. business, when I switched over uh, and did that, it was doing really well. Then it tanked, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of uh, mortgage companies started laying people off.
2: Like, yeah. yeah, my sister was in the mortgage industry. Then she uh, made the switch to HR.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: anyways, this article is saying that I read through it, and it's, it's a little less scary when you read through it compared to like the title and the initial details that were just being posted on X. But basically, it makes it sound like if Final Shape It's not like the firings may be right away. Maybe they will, but basically reading through the article, it makes it sound like the next round of firings probably wouldn't happen until after Final Shape. And if Final Shape doesn't do well. But if it does do well, then maybe we'll be okay. Is that what you gathered from the article?
2: A little bit. I also feel they're in a big cash grab right now. If you look at the Eververse store, they got some shaders in there for silver and some of the emotes that definitely you can see they're cash grabbing.
0: Which is cool. I mean, I get that you want to try to raise or gain gain a little bit of capital for the business. You're you're a for profit organization. You got to make money. But maybe if they did it a little bit better throughout the time, maybe they wouldn't be in this position. Or also not hire so many people so quickly, and also. If this, if there was a clause, and we n- never actually came out and stated with the articles, but I'm assuming you're talking about the clause that they have to relinquish the company to Sony if they don't hit the revenue targets. I think you're talking about that article, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Good point. That was one so, of the main points of the title, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so if that was the case, that was shame on them for making it, unless whoever sold off the portion to Bungie just made out like a bandit and basically left everybody to to whatever
1: look here's the thing that's obviously what happened and that's normal when people sell companies to me yes it's kind of shame on them but to me that doesn't even bother me as much as why did they get to a point where they even have to get to that level still this it all comes back to this 45 percent drop like how could they have had such a high number that they missed we wouldn't even be having these conversations a lot of people are laying off but i'm a respectable number is more like 5% of the workforce or sometimes eight to 10, but like missing revenue by 45%, like uh, who's being un- unrealistic here?
0: Yeah. I mean, I would, I would almost be curious to see how far it was off from previous.
1: Have you ever missed your car sales by
0: 45%? No, that means we would have to sell half the number of units that we would be expected to sell.
1: That'd be pretty insane if that happened, right?
0: Yeah. Normally the difference is maybe, maybe 20% on really struggle months or months Mm -hmm. that were really struggling. Maybe, but we're talking a difference of 20 cars, 20, 20 ish cars is really what it comes down to. So yeah, 45% almost half at that point. That's a huge number. Yeah. And, I, and I'm really, cons- like, I'm curious to see how the sales stacked up from previous years, like if they share that information, what were they expecting to what they've gotten previously?
1: And I don't get it because I feel like people aren't noticing the, the, what the issue really is because it doesn't matter, in my opinion, that people didn't like um, Lightfall as much especially later on in the season or the year, because from what I read, all the sales were still good for the initial expansion. So who cares if they didn't like it? It was the money was already there. Right. (laughs) Right. Didn't they say like sales were good for Lightfall?
2: Yeah, they had a lot of pre-orders.
1: Yeah. So what is this revenue 45% shortage from then? Like, okay, sales were good, but they needed to be like, 20 times better still or or did they were they expecting to get so much more eververse throughout the year and maybe that didn't happen
0: that would that could be the only only feasible possibility there maybe
1: it just doesn't make sense it really doesn't but anyways i don't even know if i would care if especially since it's so late in the game Bungie or sony taking over okay whatever Sony's done okay for the most part with other game studios, so that's not going to be like a death nail thing for me, but it's just stupid all the side points. It's stupid that where do they come up with these numbers and how many people they're having to fire and everything like that.
2: Well, my other question is do you think they hired Bungie uh, with that clause so they can get certain people out of Bungie for other projects?
4: Interesting, maybe. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm sure there are some like big brain business people out there that might have had that forethought.
2: Well, the other thing too, like you, I know everything's delayed, but like marathon, it's like you hear nothing about it. You figured you'd be trying to hype that up after it's it's failed experiment.
1: Yeah, they can't hype it up much yet because it's so delayed. There's nothing really to say. Yeah, true story.
3: Hmm.
1: I know. We'll we'll come back to. I mean, December is going to be a hopping month for Destiny. January, a little bit. If people haven't been doing things yet, they can still hop into the dungeon, the exotic quest, whatever. Yada yada. You have 177
2: you have, days. Yeah. Don't remind
1: <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> February Fantasy,
2: 16 DLCs is out. The oh, first I'm one. Oh, I'm not so. worried.
1: Yeah, there's other games I'll be hopping into also, but <laughs> yeah. I'm in no
2: real big hurry for this season. I got plenty of time.
1: But for us that create content, like most specifically podcasts, a lot of us do. Hopefully, things won't be too boring. I mean, obviously, we can talk about other games and stuff, and we will, and we have. But uh, and you know, the good thing, I yeah. work a lot,
0: so I don't play it as much as you fools. So
1: I got, <laughs> I got plenty of time to
0: spread you out this care. season. Hey, I'm on the same
2: boat with you, Sin. <laughs> Although you probably work more hours than I do, but I don't mm-hmm. have much time like I used to.
0: Oh
4: yeah,
0: there's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> I am not complaining at all. There's other games that I've been doing. I haven't been doing more work, but I've been doing more stuff socially myself. So it's like I, you know, there was a point where I'd be more sad about, you know, Destiny being super delayed and this
4: bad news, but at this point, it's like whatever.
3: Um, I
2: think will its feet. So
0: yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. So other than that,
2: yeah. Outside of that. the dawning
0: updates, I'm not gonna read them off. There's a ton there that came with the season of the wish. You should read them. Fire team beta finder beta is now live. Uh you can access from the director. You told me about your vest. Shit's broken. Stuff, cat picture, destiny two. Wow. How's how's that for finish it in uh the record three point three
1: seconds? I mean <laughs> that's awesome. Uh we don't even have to finish the twit. There never any pressure to get all the key points if you don't want to. I mean, a little
0: OCD. If I didn't finish it, I would have been like, well, we just kind of trailed ah, off and gotcha, kind of gotcha. got a little spacey. And I'm already known for being a little spacey and going off on tangents. So I might as well just go ahead and finish it. Sounds legit.
3: legit.
1: Well, let's finish this up so we can pregame for our other thing. Or you What's may you have already about? been.
0: But, I've already been doing the uh, this week's story mission. While you all been chatting, I've been drinking my beer. I've been vaping.
1: I've been uh, well. I haven't pulled out my vape or drinks yet myself. So I multitask. I have. I don't have enough time, so I might as well do it all at once. There you go.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right, what do you well. think of
2: the the new emblem you can get within the uh, with The Witcher?
4: I don't care about that one as
1: much, although it does look cool. But it's not for me.
0: What do you I do have you it. you buy the ornaments? No. Or are you talking oh, about you, the red the red one? Red,
2: yeah, with the red yeah. one with the wolf chain or charm with the sword achievement.
0: It's, so,
1: it's okay. I'm rocking the dungeon one right now. Speaking
0: of uh, emblems, I know I mentioned it at the uh, opening of the show, but I really want the banana emblem for Iron
1: Banner. Is there a banana on it? Why are you calling it yes. a banana emblem? Yes, 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 yes the there is. Seemed- there is a banana on it. Are you telling the truth? I am. Absolutely.
0: 100%. Let's see. I don't Do see a Oh
3: shit. A Wait a second.
0: <laughs> you see it now? Yes. <laughs> the the large the large version of it in your home screen past the wolf there's a bunch no, of bananas. I see it. <laughs> You want to play some Iron Banner now, don't you? No.
1: I'm sighing because if anyone knows my opinion, I think it's the most absurd thing calling Iron Banner, Iron Banana. But now there's an emblem to prove it. Well, I know. Now now I'm like... Now there's more legitimacy because Bungie even did it. (laughs) (laughs) It's too legit to quit now. Oh my gosh. It's just a silly pet peeve. It's not a big deal. I don't care. But like... I don't know. I, I just would never call it that myself, but jeez. Uh, <laughs> so what? when I was looking at this emblem earlier, I liked it for other aspects. I, I like the yellow color on the left. I like the picture of the wolf on the right. Um, I did not notice the four bananas
3: <laughs>
1: in that one area until now, Sin. <laughs> uh,
4: you're welcome. I just ruined it for you
1: still a cool emblem though.
2: Oh, Iron Banana for Kingsley. So well, let's Iron talk Banana.
1: about that real quick too. Uh, Iron Banner.
2: the hair game mode they switched
1: Ch- week. They change it like several hours in same day I feel like because people were complaining. It was the new game mode and no one liked it. At least all the traditionalists didn't like it. And it's back to regular control. Now here's the thing. I was actually going to hop in it to check out the new game mode because that was interesting to me. Sure you can have opinions that it sucks or whatever but let it last a week. I don't know. This is one of these things where I get it both ways. They want to keep the traditionalists happy. But couldn't they have at least, maybe not the whole season, but couldn't they have at least let it last the week?
3: People don't now like
1: I, change. Now I don't want to hop in at all. You know? Because so I was excited to hop in with the new mode, and I didn't even get a chance. They changed it the same day, later that night.
2: I think it comes out. to people don't like change, and it's... Pretty rampant in the society we live in nowadays is that no one ever likes change. They hate it. Like at work, we're getting a whole new front end redesign, and everyone's like, "Oh, I hate it! I hate it! I hate it!" And like it's day one, you have to adjust to it, try it out, give it some courtesy, and try it. I actually like it. Mm -hmm. The only thing I don't like is the placement of our keyboards, but that's just because they're lower than I'm used to.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you can compartmentalize that isn't related to the system. That's a separate issue. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Um, Whatever. For those of you that love iron banner and just plain old control, that has been around forever. There you go. You're happy with your iron banner. Yeah. I'm loading a badge now, banana. Hey, I'll play some iron banana. If it's the different mode, (laughs) let's play banana mode. I'm all down. Can we throw bananas at each other? I there you mean,
0: go. go go oh lean yes it, Bungie.
1: lean into it
2: bungee please
1: <laughs> yes bungee please i mean let's have a banana throwing mode for iron baby uh, yes only
2: if they could do like a donkey kong crossover
1: yes donkey kong can be blocked contra- near the control point guarding it
0: <laughs> we are definitely workshopping this i like it
1: yes i they love it <laughs> Some oh, chaos man. version of uh, and call it Iron Banana, like actually call that in the game too. Then I'd be fine with that, you know.
2: Uh, one other thing, the Eberverse. Do you see that? I don't know. I thought um, oh, the bright, yeah. not bright dust, but the silver stuff has got more expensive.
0: Yeah, it felt like it was super expensive this time around. Sin, you just again, started. A,
1: you started when you should. You should go out and then join me. I want to show you something.
0: I can't leave a banana match. Oh, no. the roller coaster!
1: Yeah, I bought the rollercoaster emote. Oh, I, I'll, come, I'll come check it out in a minute. I just it had to punch fun. somebody in the face. I don't spend tons of money in the store, and sure, this might be coming out. I still haven't looked to see if it's coming out in Bright Dust this season or not, but I don't care. I spent $12 on it. Well, 15 because you can't do just $12. Yeah. But, um, and I don't, I don't regret it. And I was having fun doing roller coaster bill was my buddy the other night but i need you in there too sin
2: all right (laughs) fair
1: it's a multi-person emote fair enough
2: and to be honest with you i might spend the 800 silver just for the shader package yeah that one i'm
1: considering too because they're good shaders
2: i like the flame one
3: Mm -hmm.
4: get the rolling flames through your
2: um armor
1: All right, but let's for sure close this up because I do want to do a couple things before we start the raid. So uh, we do want to thank everyone who has joined our Patreon. Um, Just a reminder, you can join that if you haven't yet. And if you want to support us, we just ask for a few bucks a month. It's like five bucks. Um, Just knowing that you can help support the cost of the show. And um, you do get a special Discord channel that you can go into. But don't worry if you can't support the show. We're not having top secret conversations in there. We love everyone. Uh, it's just really a way to bug us to change our names. So if you do support in the Patreon, pretty much, you have rights to change my name, Sin's name, Dez's name, pretty much all the other people that agree to it. My uh, name too. I don't care. Sure. There you go. Thank you for supporting us. <laughs> <laughs> you can change Rodimus's name in our discord.
2: <laughs> it costs now. less than a subscription to only sins.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and it does help. And uh, hey, even if no one supported the Patreon, I would still put the money in for this because I did at the beginning, right? Um, podcasting was fun for me to get started, but we really do appreciate now that people do do that, and um I've been able to do some extra premium bot things, which has been nice. And um, yeah, the community's awesome, So you know, check that out if you want, but no big deal you can check out all the information about us at our website. We'll give that at the very end, but, uh, yeah. Sinronimus, do you care about talking about where to find you guys otherwise?
2: Uh, you find me here. You can find me in all the discords crossed. Um, you can find me over mainly at the space mafia. Space
0: mafia. Legit to quit.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) I think Panda's talking about, if we get a hundred members, we're going to do a raid race. So,
1: Woohoo. There you go. Look at this, this cute little, brand new baby Discord, all motivated. <laughs> <laughs> two it's years follow. down the road, it'd be like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah,
2: it's just <laughs> It is a what it community is. Community of friends who've enjoyed gaming. And it's not essentially just a Destiny one. It's yeah, yeah. multiple games. I know Muffins enjoying it because she can go play Sea of Thieves over there. And... Exactly.
0: Yeah. And you can find me. Somewhere. Twitter. X, I mean. X, underscore, sin underscore media. Discord, iron banana. The. Yeah, that's it. Kingsley, it's like t-a-n-a-n-a-s it yeah. is- X- S-
2: Can they find you a blue sky?
0: That too. Sid Media. Yeah. You have X. I'm on blue wanted. sky. Yeah. Oh, shoot. We just got locked out. That's what I get for trying to do two things at once. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Through all the sign outs. You can just find everything about us at our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub with bananas. On the net.
3: <laughs>
1: thank you, Sin. I mean, grudgingly, thank you, Sin. Thank You're you, good. Rodimus. No problem. <laughs> and thanks, everyone, listening again this week. We really appreciate you, and we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one.
2: Bye! Bye.